With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening to the doug gottlieb show podcast Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. I don't know if you can tell, but the boys are back together again. I think it's been four months since I've seen the beautiful eyes of one uh, John Ramos. The backwards hat of my man Dan Beyer. And uh, Ryan Music looks different. Looks, looks oh, that's no. Gavin. That's that's Gav. That that's Gavin. Welcome in. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, live and direct. Uh, now all together in Southern California. That's inside the Beltway. You don't really care because you couldn't really tell. Which 
I, the the whole thing actually is a win for me against my bosses. But th- th- nonetheless, let, let's not let, let's let's not divulge any of that stuff. We got a lot to get to. We got a great show for you. Um, hey, remember that Super League story from soccer like last two days? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's over. We'll get to that in a second. We also have. Woo! Kevin Clark from The Ringer will join us. Mike Sando from The Athletic. Jason Smith, my good friend who I co-host The Dan Patrick Show with, occasionally with the hottest of hot takes. Uh, He got rightfully ratioed last night because uh, his take on Steph Curry's recent dominance is, um, well, uh, not been well received, even by me. And I love Jason. We We all throw out a wild pitch every now and again. Even the best in the business. Plus, Charles Robinson joined us. Man, four great guests. And we're trying to get Darren Ravel to figure out why the estate of Kobe Bryant is getting out of the business with Nike. Huh. Nike. I, mean, I, I have a suspicions and I'll get to it. But before we get there, let me start with this. Mike Tomlin signs a contract extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The same Mike Tomlin, of course, on the hot seat a little bit in terms of the public eye. Uh, going back two years ago when they had the rotating circus at quarterback. And he gets a an extension, a three-year extension. He's 145-78-1 as Steelers head coach. Now, our own Terry Bradshaw and our own Colin Cowherd have called into question his actual coaching acumen at various times. I have been a defender of Tomlin, not because I'm a Steeler fan. I'm a Steeler fan respect the Steelers, incredibly popular team. And one of those teams that has, everyone says we have a nation. Uh, Oh, Wildcat nation. I want to thank, there's no Wildcat nation. There's, but there's a Steeler nation. Go to a Steeler game on the road. And you'd be like, wow, there's more Steeler fans than there are. Pick your team. Now, the logic behind that is not that there are so many Pittsburgh expatriates. It's, it's more that Pittsburgh, by my estimation, Pittsburgh has been good in the great in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s and 2010s. They've had great seasons, people, and they got they got cool culture. There's a certain kind of throwback mentality to them. Um, but more than anything, like when you're good for that long or various spot, spots of that long, you're going to be popular. You just are. There's a Steeler Nation. So they will continue to have... Uh, continue to have Mike Tomlin as their coach for the foreseeable future. And if you call into question Mike Tomlin for like, what does he actually do on the sidelines? What does he actually, he's got the defensive background. This is what I, I have determined is one of the keys to understanding bosses and people in power. It's, and I said this about Roger Goodell. What do they really do? What is their actual job? This is the same thing with athletic directors. You know, you'll get this time of year, you'll get college basketball coaches hired and fired and an athletic director will hire a search committee and you'll get writer guy or fan guy go, why you need to spend a hundred grand in a search committee when it's the athletic director's job to hire the coach. It is. You're right. It is. It's part of the job. What does an athletic director actually do? Well, they have to run the entire athletic department. They have to raise money for the athletic department. And then they have to manage the people under them. 
And whatever your strengths are, well, you execute on your own. Whatever your weaknesses are, you hire people, right? That's people ask me all the time. Like, well, if you're going to be a vast college basketball coach. What would you know about it? Who would you hire? I'd hire people who know what I don't know, period. And why do you hire a search firm? So you hire people who know what you don't know. Does he got any baggage? What's his contract situation? You know, what, what, give me, do a pre-interview so that by the time I bring him in here, we know if he's even got a shot or we're wasting our time. The athletic director usually has two main jobs. One is to run the entire athletic department. And two is to raise money for the athletic department. And if your strength is raising money and managing people and not hiring and firing and finding the next head coach, well, then of course you can still very well do your job. Oftentimes the athletic director doesn't have the power to make the final call because the president of the school sometimes wants to make the ultimate call or the board of regents. I bring it up because there's lots of jobs that people have that no one actually knows what they do. What does the guy actually do? Right? Like the chef at a restaurant. You go into a restaurant. And you're like, man, I heard Chef Doug is making the filet mignon today. Now, Chef Doug may be back there with the hat on and barking out orders. But as we've come to learn from all these cooking shows, they probably didn't actually cook your steak. You know why? Because that's not the job of the chef. Right? When the actual chef cooks your steak, you're like, this is amazing, <laughs> right? But that guy's got to run the entire kitchen. That guy's got to make sure, right? That guy's, that guy's got to manage the things that he's got to manage. And if he's the greatest steak cooker of all time, that's what he does. But he doesn't necessarily plate. He doesn't necessarily do the sides. He definitely doesn't wait on the table. It's the, the other day I took my son to Buffalo Wild Wings. Hmm. Wings, beer, sports. And he likes uh, medium or hot. Right? That's what he likes. He likes, but he doesn't like the dry. He likes the wet, medium, or hot. Well, I don't know what your wings order is. Just in case you're ordering wings for me, I like uh, the Chipotle dry rub. I like the lemon pepper dry. I like the salt and vinegar dry. You're like, those aren't buffalo wings. You're right. They are wings, and I like them that way. That's not the point. The point is that the waitress, am I allowed to call her a waitress? Is that anyway sexually demeaning? It does not mean she was a woman who was waiting on our table. Thus, the term is waitress. Okay. So the waitress brought the wings out and there was a paucity of sauce on my lad's wings. Right. And when we go to fine dining, like Buffalo Wild Wings, damn it, we want the sauce, the amount of sauce on the wings. We don't want it to be drowning in the wings. It was like soup, but somewhere in between soup and dry is the perfect mix. There wasn't enough. And so when we saw the the lady, I he was saying, ma'am, ma'am. And I said, hey, hey, sometimes you just raise a finger, just one little finger, make eye contact. It's all you have to do. She makes eye contact, comes back. He very politely says, ma'am. There's, there's not as much sauce as I would like on it. Anyway, she was incredibly nice. It helped her with her tip and she brought back and he, he's like, do you think she was mad? And I said, no, you know why? Cause she didn't cook the damn wings. That's not what her job is. 
It's one of those things that people have a problem with when they go to a restaurant. You remember restaurants, the places we now go back down and sit down at? You're like, oh my God, this is so cool to have somebody bring me out food and bring back food. This is incredible to be out of the pandemic a little bit. Anyway, her job is to make sure that you get what you want. That's her job. And to wait on a bunch of tables and to communicate between the kitchen and you. That's her job. I bring it up because Mike Tomlin gets a three-year contract. People are like, what does he actually do? What is a head coach's job in the NFL? To hire a competent staff, to pay attention to every room in the building, to communicate with the quarterback, the leadership on the roster, the leadership with coaches as well. Does, does he have to be some savant in terms of his defensive pressure schemes or his offensive hot reads? No. So many times people don't know what a head coach's job is. A head coach's job is to, like the quarterback, be the face of the franchise, the leader of the team, to get 53 guys and 46 on game day pulling in the right direction, to understand and implement the right game plan, but allow his coaches to coach under his watch. Of course, Tomlin deserves a contract extension. Look at the record. They've never had a bad season. They've had a disappointing season, but never a bad season. And it's usually disappointing because your expectations of the Steelers is high. Not just because of Ben Roethlisberger, because of the historic success of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Think of what happened to the Packers when they lost Aaron Rodgers. No matter how well run an organization is, go and look at their record. Now go and look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. 18 and 15 without Big Ben. And no real backup of note the past couple of years. Duck Hodges started several games for you. The reason his nickname was Duck happened to be every time he threw a football, it was so wild, you had to duck. I'm kidding. That's not really the reason, but it did work if you actually watched him play quarterback. The only people that have problems with Mike Tomlin, head coach, of the Steelers, an organization said three head coaches in their lifespan and the other two are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and Tomlin, whenever he retires or is fired shortly thereafter, will be inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame are people who don't know what his job requires. He leads, he organizes, he stands in front of men and gets them to fall in line and then he goes in front of the media and paints the smartest, rosiest, most positive, but honest picture he can for the media. It's not a job necessarily that requires play calling. It's not a job that requires an immense aptitude for X and O on a side of the ball that you're not familiar with. It's a CEO job. And of course, just like athletic directors, just like chefs, just like wait staff, just like any, you can focus on the things that you know best. But you also have to let your sous chefs, sous chef, you also have to let your associate athletic directors direct. You also have to let your uh, uh, search firms search. You have to let your assistant coaches coach. Needless to say, I approve of the Mike Tomlin, the Mike Tomlin extension. I mean, dude, they... Consider last year, as much as it was disappointing, they lost two of their, what, Bud Dupree and Bush, right? They lost two of their most important 
front seven defensive players and a team that's built around their defense. Their quarterback is tinkering on over the hill. Their offensive line was a mess. They couldn't run the football, and yet they still found a way to keep it together in a really, really, really competitive division. That's Mike Tomlin. Never has a bad year. Been disappointing years. Never a bad year. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I don't, I, I don't apologize. I actually no longer have to apologize for idiocy of television shows when people say things that contradict their other statements. Right. Right. So there, there are plenty of people who are making contradictory statements about, um, uh, about Steph Curry. Right? Like I, I heard some, I think it was Skip Bayless. We're going to do that. in what the Fox said, we should get that for what the Fox said. Okay. Where he, you know, a James Harden's a better all around player. Like, Okay, but the whole idea of James, of like Skip's whole thing is, well, LeBron's not clutch. Jordan was clutch, right? And it's the same thing with Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady is the greatest because of what he does. And how can we, then it's a, I like to make congruent arguments. It's not a congruent argument to say all those things and then say, hey, James Harden's better than Steph Curry when James Harden hasn't done anything in the biggest of games in the NBA. Steph's been amazing. And what what happens with people is when Steph came out of college, he left a year early and I popped on sports center, I think from my house. And I, I just didn't like it at the time. I thought he needed because he hadn't played the point except for uh, his last year there. He played the point. Uh, the the previous two he did not at Davidson, and look the way in which he played, the the lack of size, and at times athleticism, and the shot selection, the way he played, how much he played off the ball. I just I thought there were other, namely Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn had more upside. Rubio. Uh, stayed overseas for two years, obviously. They're both, by the way, Flynn both drafted ahead of him. So at least one general manager who drafted both of them agreed with me. Um, And what happened with Johnny Flynn was he's out of the league because well, he had a debilitating hip injury. And when he played, he played in a system where he played the tri- in the triangle where it's a terrible fit for how he played. But we also hadn't seen him play man-to-man defense because he played at Syracuse. So there's a lot that went into it. But people like to roast me because they're like, well, you said he'd be out of the league. No, no I didn't. I thought he was going to be a, a, a version of a Jeff Hornacek. Could, could, could handle the ball, could really shoot. Could, if you play, put him with another point guard, he's a very good player for a long time. Go back and look. You can Google my draft board from that year, and I believe that's, the, that's where I put him. Obviously, he's way better than that, right? I mean, he's a two-time MVP. He's, if not the greatest shooter we've ever seen, he's in any conversation. By the way, that's a tease for what's coming in game time. 
But over the last 11 games, last 11 games, he's averaged um, 40.8 points per game. This is ever a 10-game stretch. 40.8 points, that's 41 points. 6.2 rebounds per game. 4.4 assists per game. 55% field goal. 50% three-point, 90% free throw shooter. He's made... Uh, 10 threes in four of his last five games. Like, these are crazy numbers. The rest of the NBA combined has done it five times the entire season. By the way, who compiled this stat right here? Is that, Gavin, is this you with the rest of the NBA thing? The rest of the NBA has combined to have 10 threes in an NBA game five times this entire season. That means the rest of the NBA has had one guy on a team, right, because Teams have had more than 10 threes, correct? Yes. 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 Okay. okay. So if you if you look at the rest of the NBA for the NBA season, they've had a, a player have 10 threes or more only five times. He's had 10 threes in four of the last five games. What 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 what's different about Steph is um really threefold. One most guys shoot well going one way. Jordan going right. Um, Kobe going right. Most righties actually shoot better off the dribble going left. Some guys are catch and shoot guys. He catches and shoots. He goes right. He goes left. He's got the entire bag. It's crazy. And um, he scored 49 points. Most of them against his brother, by the way, which is kind of funny, right? You're like, oh, why isn't Seth? Why wasn't Seth in the NBA as originally? And he had to kind of fight his way into the NBA and all that other stuff. And then you watch, like, oh, oh yes, his bro- his own brother gave him forty nine. But we've heard all kinds of crazy stuff about, wow, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that, and it's reasonable, except for they don't have James Wiseman. They don't have Clay Thompson. They're going to make the playoffs simply on the back of his play. If you don't understand his value, that you're always looking around, where's Steph, where's Steph, where's Steph, where's Steph? Essentially a guy and a half for guarding him anytime down the court. And you have to guard him from the moment he crosses over the midcourt line. I can't really help you. And I guess this is this is not me who misevaluated his upside in college trying to amend that. This is just the reality of how everybody in the NBA sees him. He's unbelievable. To make the playoffs with this roster is remarkable stuff. That is not a good roster. It's not a good team. And they're playing uh, not only top competition last night, Philadelphia, granted without Ben Simmons, but Embiid didn't play and they beat him on the road. If they get to the playoffs, this is like my Dick Bennett argument. Dick Bennett was it's Tony Bennett's dad, used to be the head coach at Wisconsin, then at Washington State. And I was like, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Why? He got Wisconsin to the Final Four back then. They didn't have facilities. You know, they hadn't had a history of success. Then he goes to Washington State and revives that program. All of these things are Hall of Fame worthy because of the 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 reality, not perception, reality of where they were and the reality of what's possible at those jobs. Steph Curry getting the Warriors in the West to the playoffs and being above 500, shooting not just 
making, but at this percentage is otherworldly stuff. And we have people who try and top each other with hot takes. Just sit in the hot takes. Steph Curry's the best shooter I've ever seen, and he impacts the game incredibly. Does he impact as much as LeBron? No, probably not. Because LeBron does it on offense and then on defense as well, and Steph's not nearly as impactful on defense. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Let's welcome him in. He's Kevin Clark. He works for The Ringer. He's right stuff. He's got podcasts, Slow News Day. He does he does he does a lot does a lot 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 of stuff. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter if you would like at Kevin O'Connor or at, excuse me at Kevin Clark. Why did I say O'Connor? My bad. At uh, at Kevin Clark, different guy. At Kevin, <laughs> I'm having a day. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing great. I, I get it all the time. No, I miss that's 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 seriously. I think the Kevin O'Connor thing happens more than you would think. I, I was at a concert like two years ago, and someone came up to me and said. I love your NBA podcast. And I said, do you think I'm Kevin O'Connor? Like, how did you do that? You saw my face and that, eh, whatever. Everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah, you know, actually, your last no, slow news day, you had one with Phil Simms. Um, I love Phil Simms. He's like the best. He, he's a little bit of caricature in there and a lot of character. Yeah. Uh, he's such an, he was so enjoyable during my time at CBS and such a, like, legit, honest friend. He's a good dude. Yeah, I, I love him. And one of the things about Slow News Day we like is bringing people's personality out. And I think Phil is a good example of that, where it's just like he loves he loves to cut loose. He's, he's a funny guy. Um, before we get to some football, I saw you tweeting about the Super League, which lasted all of all of two days, <laughs> all of all of two days. Um, what's your favorite Super League memory? Uh, everyone losing their job apparently because Manchester United's president is out or their, their chairman, the, the Juventus guy might be out. Like not only this league gets scrapped within 48 hours, Doug, but everybody who thought it was a good idea might be out of work soon. So as far as uh, watching something unfurl on, on Twitter, this has actually been pretty satisfying. How would you characterize Alex Smith's career? Uh, amazing. Um, in, in some ways, um, you know, almost he was incredibly talented and he deserved to be the first or, you know, one of the top picks in the draft. Obviously Aaron Rodgers ended up better in that draft, but he almost had like a Forrest Gump style career. When you think about all the things he touched, um, Doug, when, when the new England Patriots were bringing the spread to the NFL in 2006 and 2007, they were meeting with Dan Mullen in Gainesville. Josh Jane was meeting with Dan Mullen in Gainesville, and they wanted to look at what Alex Smith was doing at Utah. That's what they were learning from, right? He comes to the NFL. Uh, he has some, some bumps in the road. He starts running the hardball offense. That was start, uh, kind of the start of the read option stuff. He loses his job to Kaepernick. Uh, then he ends up at Kansas City, puts up huge numbers there in, in some games, doesn't become an elite-level guy, but wins a bunch, um, and then trains Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so you think about all the areas he touched in football, um, the incredible comeback. Uh, I don't know if he's, you know, he's certainly not one of the best quarterbacks the last 15 years, but he is one of the best stories. He's an incredible story, but it is interesting, right? Like, how would we view him if Aaron Rodgers wasn't from Northern California, expected to be the number one overall pick, became a great Super Bowl champion, multiple MVP quarterback, taken ahead of Aaron, like he was taken ahead of Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, yeah. it's it's interesting. And, and look, he got the Niners. People forget, if not for a couple of turnovers from their their special teams, 
he played great in the NFC Championship game yeah. against the Saints. You know, yep. and then he gets to to Kansas City, and no, he doesn't throw any touchdown passes to wide receivers, but he made them a consistent playoff team. Just Mahomes, while he pipped him, really, it's just interesting on how he's been eclipsed by others, and 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 that's at least part of the story. Yeah, no, I mean, and and, and you know, it looked it trended. If you look at you know, kind of the Jared Goss of the world, Doug, the guys who after one year do really badly. Alex Smith looked to be on that track. And the fact that he was able to uh, grind out the career he ended up having, the fact that he made an absolute ton of money, um, you know, I, I don't think anyone can, can accuse him of underachieving. Um, I don't think he obviously was not the best player in that draft. Um, and I think that, you know, because Aaron Rodgers slipped to the 20s, I think you're looking at and the fact that the Packers took a chance there. Um, I don't think you can can criticize the Niners or any team because every team should have taken Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do know Mike Nolan has said in the past that he took Alex Smith ahead of Aaron Rodgers because Alex Smith was nicer, which I don't think really matters when it comes to quarterbacks. I think, Doug, you and I both know a lot of quarterbacks, and I don't think niceness has anything to do with how good they are. I don't, um, I don't know if I, I – actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. disagree with you a little bit here just because okay. – like, look, and, and we, I did this to start the show. It's like Mike Tomlin gets an extension. They're like, well, what does he really do? Like, well, you don't actually know the job of a head coach. Like, the head coach's job is not necessarily to get a whiteboard out, you know, and, and X and O you to death. They, they had to be organized. They had to motivate. Mm-hmm. They got to keep everybody. They got to let their coaches coach, but manage on the same level. I would say the same thing about quarterbacks. Like, look, I, and I understand that it's a little weird, the relationship, Mike Nolan and others with Alex Smith and how engaged he was. But there, there is a, and and it has proven out as real, which is like you gotta you gotta be somebody who the other guys like and want to play for, yeah. right? You there if you've you've met all these quarterbacks, you meet Matt Ryan, you're like Matt Ryan's the greatest dude I've ever. Are we best friends? Are we? Are we? Do we? Like, should we get families together? It literally, they all have this kind of magnetic. Dak has it, right? I don't think Dak's a, a, a particularly accurate quarterback when he goes through his reads, but everybody loves him. And I think that was the hard thing with Aaron Rodgers, which he does have this kind of crusty exterior that once you get to know him, you're like, ah, I like Aaron. Everybody's kind of got the same thing on Aaron. So I do actually understand it because I do think it plays at least a portion of the story with quarterbacks. I think, I think that some quarterbacks in some markets have to function like de facto mayors, right? Like I think Josh Allen is the most popular person in, in, the Buffalo region. Western, West, how, Western New York is the... Western New York. I mean, like, a- anywhere within that, right? Josh Allen is is number one. But I think there are some places where, um, you know, there can be other players in the team who, who, who pick up the slack in that regard if, they, if Josh Allen didn't have that magnet, magnetic personality. Um, I think that in some cases it doesn't matter. You know, I, this is a, a different deal, Doug, but, you know, people were saying when Marcus Mariota came out, there were a lot of people saying... Hey, you know, he doesn't have that kind of leadership or whatever. He's not the rah rah guy, but he ended up, you know, leading through example in a way that I think won over teammates in Tennessee to the point they still talk about him. And, and, and I don't think that the reason Mariota failed was anything personality wise. I just think that the offense that he, they were running got him hurt or the style of play he need, needed to play got him hurt. So I, I think you can, there's a give and take there. I think quarterback needs a certain personality, but I think Aaron Rodgers has. I mean, you can't, 
we can't sit around and say, oh, Michael Jordan is so amazing because of the I took it personally type stuff and then not allow a quarterback to do it. Aaron Rodgers has been defined by the chips on his shoulder, and I think that's an oh, that's a different personality to have in a quarterback, but I think it's one that's definitely acceptable. That's absolutely positively fair. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Kevin Clark. By Kevin Clark is his Twitter handle. Let's get to uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think we all regard him as a really bright guy who's done incredible stuff with quarterbacks. And most of the quarterbacks that he's had the most success with are guys that, you know, from Kirk Cousins to Matt Schaub, even Matt yeah. Ryan, not they, they don't pass the eye, eye test in terms of skill set. Now he, they trade up. Now you, you can't get the best one. You probably don't get uh, uh, the second best. You don't get the second right. best one, right? Um, but do you have a chance to choose at least from at least two, possibly three others? And we hear Mac Jones and Mac Jones does kind of remind you of Kirk Cousins more than he reminds you of a superstar quarterback. And then you got Justin Fields. You got Trey Lance guys that look like, feel like, like Trey Lance feels like Josh Allen, right? Right. I, I mean, feels like a little bit inaccurate size school. He plays at everything. What do you think he actually does? It's interesting because I think that when this first came down, you know, Albert Breer had the report that what the Niners wanted was control. They didn't want a specific quarterback. They just knew they wanted to upgrade a quarterback, raise the ceiling, and then that you know they, they knew that they had to be at number three because Wilson and Lawrence are going to be off the board there, and then you get your pick of, of three guys, right? And the more I think about it, if you're, if you're really going to make that move, it would feel like a Fields or a Lance. But Chris Sims is, is smarter than I am when it comes to football. Michael Lombardi is, is more plugged in with certain front offices than I am. I mean, people who – Adam Schefter, Daniel Jeremiah, the more smoke that comes out here, um, they're almost – Occam's razor is that it, it feels like it's going to be Mac Jones, only because uh, a Mac Jones rumor to me is so strange, Doug, that there has to be a reason behind it, right? Like it's not even a good smoke screen. If it's, I mean, maybe it's the greatest smoke screen of all time. Um, and we've and, and and the front front office of the 49ers has um, has convinced everybody that it's going to happen. Um, but I don't remember a smoke screen this good. Um, if it does end up happening, it doesn't end up being uh, a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields. So. If I were to put money on it right now, which I wouldn't do, I would go Mac Jones. Um, but I, I find the whole trade up strange if that's what you, you know, investing three first round picks in Mac Jones is not something that I would I would guess a smart organization does. Um, but the Niners are a smart organization, so who knows? I'm convinced Kyle Pitts is an X Men. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And, and the funny thing is, is that yeah, you hear the, the, the draft gurus and some scouts talk about it. And, you know, if you wanted to nitpick, you could say, okay, well, he's not that great. You know, if you, you know, he, he, he might not be the prototypical, you know, a standard traditional tight end, whatever. And then there's people saying, okay, fine, make him a receiver. He's still worth the fifth pick in the draft. Right? Like that, that's the funny thing. It's, even if you're nitpicking, just get rid of those elements of his game. And make him a pass catcher full time. Don't even have him blocked. Don't even have him put his hand in the dirt. The fact that he can do that only adds to it. Um, and so I, I, I think he's amazing. Um, I think he's worth a fifth round pick. I think it's funny, Doug. You know, I, I, I still think because of the just the reputation of tight ends, I, and especially top ten tight ends, um, because they're they're, you know, front offices move slowly here. I do think there are some GMs who are still a little gun shy about pulling the trigger on a tight end that high, just because. 
Uh, it just doesn't it, it doesn't happen very often, and they have kind of outdated ideas of positional value. Um, but I think that that Kyle Pitts is a game changer in any offense. Um, I I tend to agree with you. It'd be interesting to see what Atlanta does at four if they get out of that spot. If they take him, they go Penny Sewell. Uh, or what they do, Kevin. Awesome stuff. I appreciate you rolling with us. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Anytime, Doug. Thanks, man. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Spectacular day. You need that, right? You need to have a good day. I think everybody except the guy that started this uh, English, uh, this uh, European Super League is having a really good day. Hey, man, weren't you supposed to be the head of like, the, the, that uh, Super League? Like, yeah, it's a good 48 hours, bro. Then everybody got fired. Um, there's a uh, verdict that has been reached in the Derek Chauvin case. Right. That's the um, um, Floyd, um, George Floyd death, murder, manslaughter um, from May 25th, 2020. I, I think, are we going to get him on? Did you, did you get a hold of him? All right. We're efforting to get Clay Travis on. And, and my logic behind, I'll tell you my logic behind it upcoming. Uh, first of all, let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb show. What up, Dan Bayer? What do you have, my friend? Doug, the game today is... Rank up. All right, Doug. Rank, rank your top up. three rank up. NBA rank MVP up. candidates as of right now. Okay. Uh, number three is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Uh, I think he's an incredible, dominant, big guy. Um, he, he's amazing in Philadelphia. He's having an outstanding season. Steph Curry is number two. And he's like single-handedly carrying Golden State to the playoffs. And... Nikola Jokic is number one. The Jokic is on you. All right, Doug. Now rank your top three all-time shooters in the game of basketball. Um, Seth Curry at three, Del Curry at two, Steph Curry at one. <laughs> no, uh, all, um, all kidding aside. Um, okay, number three, Mark Price. Mark Price. Mark Price, number three. Number two... Larry Joe Bird. Uh, the numbers won't bear out as such, obviously, because the volume of shots, but Larry Joe Bird. And number one is Steph Curry. All right, Doug. We are a little more than a week away from the first round of the NBA draft. Rank your top three NFL draft memories. Oh, this is good. Laramie Tunsil and the Bong <laughs> at number three, right? Yeah. Laramie Tunsil and the Bong the at number mask, three. Yep. Uh, Eli Manning forcing a trade with the then San Diego Chargers at two is my second best memory. And then people forget Aaron Rodgers, when Alex Smith got drafted, Aaron Rodgers was the last guy in the green room. They kept focusing on him. One, people thought I looked like Aaron Rodgers at the time. And 
I mean, you heard Kevin Clark talk about it. He plays with a bag of Doritos of a chip on his shoulders. So that it all was fueled at that moment. Doug, rank your top three memories of the Super League. Just- uh, the announcement is three. <laughs> the speculation about who else would join and how it would all work at two. And... Uh, it's the demise de- and it's demise at one. All right, finally, Doug, rank your top three burger toppings, condiments included. Okay, uh, yeah, we got we got to have safe burgers, right? So we need condiments. Oh, condiments, condiments. Ketchup at three. Tomato got to be a thick piece of tomato. Also got to be a fresh tomato. You can't have some non-fresh tomato. And uh, cheese at the end. Cheese on my burger. Wow, bacon left off the metal stand. Bacon left wow. off the metal stand. Bacon, That's... bacon, so good the the pan cheers. <laughs> That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.